Hey everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we just go through and discuss all things Moss with Caitlin Madison and me, Blake. This will be our 21st episode. Um, last week we went over, over dear lord, it is, it's too early for this and it's noon, um, went over chapters 10 through 12 of A Court of Mist and Fury. This week we'll be diving into chapters 13 through 15. We're going to Valaris, guys. Just, oh fuck! We're in Valaris, man. That, that that's literally all I need to like. That's we're finally I think that there, did guys. It. I think that did it. That's, uh, yeah. So as always, remember uh, we are not spoiler free, and we curse a lot, uh, like a lot, as you've probably noticed already. Um, so you've been warned again, as always, Madison. <sighs> Great. Okay, guys. So obviously, we got to talk about that mafia this week. Right, we gotta we gotta stay up on up to date on our moth info. So first off, I definitely have to thank um, one of our Instagram followers uh, behind the bookshelf, Elizabeth. She messaged us the Instagram summary that Court of Moss did, uh, which thank you. Super help, seriously, super helpful. Oh my I god, literally, so that was so much better than actually like, oh. to the interview. I was like, oh god. Well, it was such an information dump. Yeah, like, I tried. I was like watching a lot of it because it was like an Instagram live. Yeah, and I was like. I literally was sitting there like, ooh, oh, oh. And then halfway through, I was like, I should have been writing this down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like had a minor panic attack. Honestly, super helpful. Thank you for sending that because I didn't have to go look it up. Um, but, okay, so he, I just, I, I didn't want to talk about the whole interview. I just picked some highlights that I thought were super important um, that I thought we could chat about. But let's start with the best information dump ever. And we kind of already knew this, but I love getting extra confirmation. Okay. <laughs> a court of silver flames will be very hot. I mean, super fucking hot and dirty. Oh, oh, you know, this is my type of book. Okay. You're you know, I'm going to die reading this. I'm so here for it. Um, but, hang on. There's another book that she mentioned that she said is actually super. Okay, I'm ignoring it. I'm ignoring it. Why are you ignoring it? That's what you wanted. I want proof. I want proof. I want proof. I will wait. How do you have proof that Silver Flames is going to be hot? Because you know what? Mist and Fury is already hot. Oh my God. Well, either way, guys, I'll go ahead and let you know since Madison's going to overlook it. Crescent City 2, she just turned in, and apparently it is just as filthy, which I feel like is, I mean, I'm great, I'm glad to hear that, but that is going to be a weird jump from, like, not really that filthy to, like, crazy filthy in the second book. I mean, I'm here Thank for you. it. Let me make that very well, I think it, it's, it's a lot like, um, oh, fuck. It's a lot like Thorns and Roses, because yeah. that one was, like, not as filthy. I mean, there was a sex then, scene. Okay, At yeah, least we got that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, like, Miss and Fury is, like, filthy. Um, so that goes with my second point that all of her books from now on are going to be new adult. Thank you. I'm, I love the new adult like genre because yeah, it's because I'm getting older. Um, but you can't say you're getting older because that means Caitlin and I are getting older and I am not going to admit that I'm getting older. Yeah, that's not happening. Okay. Well, either way, when we were at the bookstore yesterday, it was like, some of the books were like, this 16-year-old, this 13-year-old. And I was like, yeah. oh, God, I do not have any motivation to read some of this. I'm like, mm, yeah. let's let's get into a little bit more adult. Um, but anyway, so I thought that was great news. So, and she even said, like, you know, all of her books, like, were originally going to be new adult. But the genre was too, quote, unquote, new. 
um, for and we kind of figured that was the reason. yeah. Because let's be real, I mean, Mist and Fury is not fucking young adult. Well, and like think of when, she, especially like the Throne of Glass series, she even said was supposed to be new adult, and that was a bit ago. Like new adult is new now. Like yeah. a lot of people don't realize it's a thing. Imagine what it was like five, six years ago, however long ago it was. Math is hard right now, but like <laughs> I, I, I can imagine her publisher was probably like. Mm, why don't we go YA? It sells way more yeah. and we'll see how this whole new adult thing pans out. And lo and behold, new adult is like one of the like rising genres. Thank God. Um, anyway, so those, that, that piece of information I'm living for. Um, also, I just want to quote, uh, Sarah strongly believes that ladies are in charge of their own bodies. It's okay to have sex. Yes, wow. yes, yes. This is why you are our queen, Moss. Like, right here. Um, I love that. I'm all about some lady pride and some lady sex. You know that. Um, whoever the fuck you're fucking, I'm reading it. Um, so, like, yes. I was, I was all about that, and I just had to mention it. I was going to say, that goes back to what I was saying about when people flipped their shit on the cover for a quarter of, like, Silver Flames and somehow jumped to, like, She's going to ruin Nesta and people were like judging the fact that like Nesta like had sex and a quarter frost and starlight with people and like they don't they didn't want Nesta to be ruined by sex and that literally goes back to where I was like dude people recover however the fuck they want to recover exactly mm-hmm. sex is a very common re- response and I mean you can't judge how people recover and like Moss kind of said that herself and she's gone through she's gone through her own mental health struggles and like this just reaffirms the fact that people need to calm down. Sorry. That just, it bothered me because when she like, again, Sarah like opened up about her mental health. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like people's response to that cover probably upset her. Not to mention they were actually attacking her and the artist, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so honestly loved that. I, I love that she brought that up and, um, I was really excited about that. But let's also say, Sarah said she was either sweating from all the sex or crying from the emotional scenes. I'm, I'm, and I'm not- like, oh, yes. Yeah. So, like, I need a vibrator and a box of tissues when my comes in. And, like, I, I, I think I'm good to go. I don't want to yeah. be crying. You're going to cry. I don't want At that some point. emotion. But here's my thing. I don't think she will cry because you cry. Caitlin cries more when it's like friends. That's true. But like, oh, well, you might cry. I bet there are some emotional like sister bonding yeah. scenes. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I bet. And that'll yeah. get Caitlin. Because like yeah. the Cassian uh, Nessa thing, like she, she won't get it overly emotional about. I will be bawling like uh, a yeah. whole box <gasps> of tissues later, like dying. Also, though, did you guys see where apparently she just is her latest obsession while writing is uh, ch- uh, Cheetos? So she has like a giant drawer of like every flavor possible of Cheetos to help her write. I, I love that. that. What a fucking queen. I love that. Um, anyway, so last little thought on this. She literally said all of her future books will be badass, like badass women, strong female women that we know, and filthy and all i have to say is god damn this woman is my idol thank god 
when she literally said she's like I have to tell my this is the first time I'm telling my family not to read a book because they'll look at me differently I was like I feel that vibe on so excited what do you think your family said after chapter 55 like I mean that's what I mean though so if like, if, get it. yeah so like I'm really excited <laughs> yep Anyway, so that's what I have to say about that interview. Um, Obviously, listeners, if you have any thoughts you want to share, like, feel free. Message me. Uh, Message us. Message me. Yeah, sorry. I mean, shit. I've been all over our social media, so I was just... (laughs) Anywho, message us because we're a collective three and I'm not a selfish bitch. (laughs) Anywho, okay. I love Caitlin making you go on a mini guilt trip. I know. Look at my life. Like, uh, whatever. Uh, guys, I don't even use my, like, own Instagram really anymore. <laughs> no, it's just, like, there. It. <laughs> it's, like, there. I'm, like, whatever. I was going to say, I can't. I, I, I literally haven't. I don't think I've posted since, like, maybe over two months ago. And it was for my wedding anniversary. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't posted anything. Yeah. LOL. Well, then why how are you laughing at her about it, then, <laughs> And because it was just so funny. I like to make her feel guilty. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Okay. So, on to the recap. Okay. Which, <laughs> lol. I'll, I'll talk about the last sentence here in a minute. But, um, <laughs> so, well, damn. What the fuck didn't happen last week, guys? Like, Tam just blew up his entire study, um, which he didn't even fix. Like, there was no mention fixing i'm like i'm like yo man maybe we should magically fix that but okay well remember he didn't fix it when she first went to the night court on her bargain and she came back and he had like torn the dining room apart. it was just torn apart. i know like, he's just like, like living in filth and i'm like what the hell um test okay. like what happens when like reese shows up late what what other one does he show up in to like help was it in like frost's oh court of yeah, frost's yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's just like He's literally like living in a trash can at that point. Yeah. Uh, Spring court's been destroyed. But any, so Farrah like kicked ass with her powers. uh, Some seriously lackluster makeup sex, um, obviously. And hopefully some magical lube was used. Um, Tam then, you know, uh, Lucian says he will try talking to Tam. But honestly, we know that's not going to go well. And then, Tam and Ianthe show their truly shit selves and can say that Farrah cannot train. It'll send the wrong vibes out. Like, fuck you. Um, So then, you know, Tam is preparing to leave again and Farrah begs one last time to go. Uh, Tam spits out some she's untrained because frankly, he's a bastard. Uh, Then he fucking locks her up. Like, you gotta be fucking joking with me. Farrah goes into like a full-on panic she tried to winnow away but honestly just creates like a tornado of darkness um thankfully though more comes to save her sir Therese and then Farrah returns to the night court thank god can I just okay this is a weird thought from that when you were like she tried to winnow away and creates a tornado of darkness did anybody okay so I think of winnowing as um evaporating like in Harry Potter but like I'm like, well, at least if you fail winnowing, you just kind of get caught up in a tornado of darkness instead of like splinching your. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. That's not like she created it. I'll get into this in my chapter, though. Not everyone creates like a tornado of darkness, though. That's just like she can't control Reese's powers that he gave yeah. her. Yeah. 
Well, and no, no, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was thinking, because we find out, like, winnowing's not just, like, a night race thing. But I, so what happens if you, I guess you could very well splint yourself. Honestly, there's that whole chapter where Reese, like, tries to teach her, and I'm sure it's in there. I just don't know it off the top of my head. I don't I think literally if you fail, you just don't move. Like nothing. Well, I think if you fail, you end up like, didn't she end up like missing the house or something and like falling? Oh, she hits a yeah. tree. No, I, th- she I think she hit a tree. tree when she was flying. I think she did it. Yeah. Both. I think she, she hit a oh, lot. Oh man, of- I just read a book. Oh, I'll get into that later. What have I been reading? I just read a book that this happens with. They're working on like teleportation and like his entries are terrible. So he just like, Base plants onto the ground. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll say that. Okay, okay. Sorry for the sidetrack. We'll say that. Shocking. We get sidetracked. yourself. Uh, LOL. Okay. <laughs> so chapter thirteen, y'all. Okay, I'm really. Oh, I'm waiting for this day. I'm not gonna lie. So let's talk about the tranquility that she's waking up to. So she just left a massive shit show back there in the spring court, and. First sentence, always. I always got to mention my first sentence. I woke up to sunlight and open space. Nothing but clear sky and snow-capped mountains around me. Oh, man. That sounds like a beautiful place to, like, meditate. Just, like, relax. Yeah. And you've got the warming smell, like, the warming spell. So exactly. You the even though there's snow. Oh. And, of course, uh, Resan lounging in an armchair across from the couch where I was sprawled, gazing at the mountains, his face uncharacteristically solemn. You know, all I have to say is, like, he's probably so fucking worried. He's been keeping an eye on her, probably hasn't left that lounge chair in however long she's been sleeping. Like, oh. Like, that's devotion. That's devotion. Yeah. It makes me real sad. I mean, not sad that he's devoted to her, but sad just, like, thinking about, like, everything he was going through just sitting yeah. there. And, like, he couldn't let her know because, again, you know, he doesn't I would just her. love <laughs> to get into Reese's mind. I know she does, like, a couple chapters Ooh. from Reese, but it's yeah. just not enough. No, yeah, I, I need it more. Um. So, anyway, uh, he, w- he she, like, he finally realizes she's awake. And he, like, whips his head towards her. And there's no kindness in his eyes. Nothing but unending icy rage. Because he's so mad at Tam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And But, like, quickly he replaces it because he's like, oh, not going to think about that. Not Farrah's fault. Tam's a shit. Um, and so Farrah's like, what the fuck happened? Um, which, I'm not sure how you could forget that you created a tornado of darkness. But, okay. Yeah. And maybe she, I always thought she just meant like, how did she get there? But like, like it seems like at the end of chapter twelve, she was coherent. But I think she, I think she passed out once more. Like picked her up. I think Feyre, uh, just passed out. Like I don't think she realized. Like they had. Well, she like said because I did chapter twelve last week. Um, she literally said like she heard everything. Like I did everything by the book. Then we're done here. She's she realizes she's in Reese's arms. Oh yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe she's like she's like she's like half conscious. There we go. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Uh. Reese pretty Reese goes, You were screaming. 
Um, you also managed to scare the shit out of every servant and sentry in Tamlin's Manor when you wrapped yourself in darkness and they couldn't see you. And, of course, she doesn't worry about herself. She's like, did I hurt anyone? He's like, no, you just, like, contained it to yourself, but you were in, like, a tunnel of darkness here. Um, but he, he, he bent some rules for her. Because he's like, by law and protocol, things would have been vi- become very complicated and very messy if I had been the one to walk into the house and take you. Um, smashing the shield was fine, but more had to go in, render the sentries unconscious through her own power, and carry you over the border to another court before I could bring you here, or Tamlin would have raged war. And we all know his like immature ass would have raged a war. Oh, 100%. Um... I mean, he still wants to, even though he did follow it, like, followed protocol. Like, even, even then, Tam's yeah, like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, real quick question here. Have we ever gotten specifics on, like, Moore's powers? I don't think so. So, no. But I get, one, I get the feeling she can oh, yeah. fight. Like, anybody, yeah. But she must have a little bit superior strength. And I have a couple of theories. Like, one, her family used to be, like, a ruling class. Like, not high lord, but they were higher. So I have a feeling they probably have a little bit more power than others. But also, I feel like she has some power associated. Because she's, like, more truth teller. Like, something about the truth. Remember, it's, like, more truth teller or more something. Morrigan. It has something to do with the truth. Hang on. Hang on. Right, because, like, I don't, like, I think it's vaguely referenced in, like, several chapters. It's just, like, I don't, we don't ever really get scenes where, like, she's the one that's, like, taking care of it. So she's known as Morgan Truth Speaker, Speaker of the Truth. And then, literally, her powers are just, like, winnowing. She can winnow, which is pretty cool. And literally, like... Truth. It says her abilities are not described in detail. She's known to be very powerful, though. And she does heal as at one point. So she can heal. She's powerful. She can winnow. And, like, her power is truth. But we've never gotten a full explanation. And also now that's really ironic that her power is truth. But she is still live a lie. That's really sad. Rough. Okay. So, anyway. Um... So pretty much Farah then wants to know, like, um, when I go back, like, am I going back? Like, what am I doing? And Reese, like, fuck no. Like, this isn't our monthly requirement. Like, you're under no obligation. I mean, you can go back if you want, but, like, you can also stay stay here. I'm like, it's probably a better option here. Um, Why would she want to go back? <laughs> I, true. Okay, so seriously, this next page is her, like, debating whether she wants to go back or not. And I'm thinking to myself, why is that even, like, up for debate? Yeah, seriously. Were you guys were you guys angry when, like, even the first time, I remember first reading this, and I was like, I was with Madison, where I was like, why, why yeah. are you questioning Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I definitely, I was like, with you on that, too. I was like, why are you even... This is man, not yeah. man just no, locked you in the though. fucking house. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, but literally, Reese says, um, well, well, Ferris says he locked me in that house, and then Ferris sees like a shadow of the mighty wings spread behind Reese's chair, uh, but his face was calm. Um, 
And he's like, I know, I felt you, even with your shields up for once. That's how emotional she was. Like, her shields were still up, but she's sending Reese vibes like, fuck me, I'm in trouble, come get me. Yeah. Um, and literally, Farrah goes, I have nowhere else to go. What does she think Reese is going to do to her? I still think she's still not fully, I mean, she definitely has a better idea of Reese, but she still doesn't fully grasp the fact that he, like, at this point, you could at least accept that he wants to be your friend and, like, actually wants you to work yeah. for him, but she just doesn't. I think it's, I think she's just too far into her, the depression at this point to really contemplate somebody actually having true feelings for her, whether that's for friendship or love, that, like, aren't twisted and dark. Yeah, honestly, like, I love, though, when he says, stay here for however long you want. Stay here forever if you feel like it. And I'm like, oh, man. That's, like, the first sort of, like... I'm your mate, stay with me kind of thing. Like, just like a little glimpse. Imagine, a little glimpse. Imagine his, in the inner monologue after he said that, where he was like, oh, too much? Too much? No. Maybe she'll say I yes. Know, I know, I yes. know. <laughs> it's so cute. All while, like, all while just looking super, like, solid. But and then cool her fucking you know? response. I need to go back at some point. Why? Why, why, why? do I need to go back? And There's he's no like, reason. I mean, then he's like, you can if you want. And she, like, knows he's being truthful. And I'm just like, oh, man. But then Reese says, like, work for me. I owe you anyway, and we'll figure out the rest day by day if need be. And all I can think is, man, I wish my man could have gotten me a job offer that quickly. All I think about with jobs is, like, endless applications, like, updating the one little <laughs> comma on my job application because maybe it'll look different. Like, fuck. I'm like, God, that's so nice. Like, that's the type of job I want to apply for, where I just walk in and they give it to me. Also, it just sounds dope, where it's like, she's kind of like, you know, like, not a spy, per se, but she's like an agent for him in a coming war. I'm like, that's Oh, man. Dope. But, okay, so here's where I'm also confused. Because she was, I'm go- I need to go back, I need to go back at some point. All of a sudden, she's, I'm not going back. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay, well, that's a switch. Uh, which I think she finally is understanding because she goes, he locked me up. Either he so deeply misunderstood me or he'd been so broken by what went on under the mountain. He locked me up. So maybe like she's coming, finally coming to terms with what he did. But I was like, okay, that's a, that's a quick switch, quick flip right there. And she also is like thinking of excuses for Tam still, yeah. just accepting that. Well, and finally, yeah. Uh, I love how you said POS. Like, we haven't said worse things than piece of shit on this podcast, but okay. Honestly. Okay, there we go. Um, uh, Okay, so she finally, I mean, she says, like, maybe one day Tamla would come around, heal himself. Um, Maybe I'd sort myself out. I don't know, but clearly they're not sorting themselves out together. He's long gone. Um, and she finally says, like, I wasn't going back. Maybe I'd never even gotten to come back, not from under the mountain. And I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't think you did, girl. You changed. You saved whatever the population of Printhian is, probably thousands of people. Uh, or I guess not people, <laughs> Faye. Um, but you still, <laughs> like, you had to sacrifice those three. So, I mean, that that changes people. Like, and that's in, like, every book. Uh, I do not personally know if 
when someone changes you, but I'm assume yes, based on reading. Um, so uh, finally she understands, like, I'm just a new person and um, is in there. So then she starts asking questions about her powers, and I'm kind of all about that. She goes, the darkness, is that part of the power you gave me? And he goes, one would assume so. And he's, like, secretly so happy. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, man, she got oh, yeah. some of my oh, power. Yeah. Um, and then she, I love her response. No wings. Like, oh, she wants wings. <laughs> Although I do like his response, though. Where she I know. So, like, if wings. you inherited some of Tamlin's shape, she perhaps you can make some wings of your own and you know what i love about that is like he's saying like no one needs to do anything for you like you can do it for yourself like figure it out kind of thing also thank god she has an artist eye because i'm gonna tell you right now if i saw some malarian wings and looked at them i couldn't very well in my mind be like okay and like think it through and like sprout my own wings that are yeah good enough to actually fly with her like eye, she literally when when we see it later, like she creates them perfectly. Not only that, she well, and I think, <laughs> lol, I think she's like finally discovering that. Oh shit! Like I have everyone's powers because she's like, and the other high like ice. That's winters. Um, the shield that I made from hardened wind. Who did that come from? What might have the others given me? So she's finally opening up to like figuring it out. Um, and he says, when day court likely and winnowing is not confined to any court, it's dependent on your own reserve of power and training. So finally, she's like getting some information about these powers that we know she like we knew from the very beginning she had powers, but we uh, weren't gonna we we weren't gonna find out if she had stayed with Tam at all. Um. So, <laughs> I love how she said, "Shut up!" <laughs> uh, she- <laughs> Sorry, guys, I've got two puppies in the background playing at my feet that will not shut up. I was gonna say people are gonna be confused. Like you're telling me to shut up. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm sorry, guys. They're they're too cute to shove outside. Um, the rain. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, and then he goes, the rest, that's for you to find out, I suppose. And she's getting a little bit of her sass back. I should have known your goodwill would wear off after a minute. And I, also, it says, like, Reese let out a low chuckle. I would pay to hear that chuckle. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh. Mm. You know. So, pretty much, Reese is like, okay, like, you rest, take a day or two, I'll be back at the end of the week, like, free reign here, and Farrah's like, what the fuck, like, I don't, I don't want to stay here, I don't want to be in solitude anymore, um, I don't want to just sit and do nothing anymore, which is what she's been doing, so she goes, oh my gosh, the best four words in this book so far, take me with you, mm. Yes, girl. Yes. She's like, I've rested enough. Thank God. Um, She's like, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, take me along. I'll stay out of trouble. Just please. 
And she hated the last word. I mean, she hated to say please, but like she had just begged Tamlin for so long. She thinks she needs to beg everyone. Yeah, I know. That's That's really sad. sad. And for like a long moment, like Reese says nothing. Obviously, he's thinking, you know, what are the implications of if I take you with me? And he goes, if you come with me, there's no going back. You will not be allowed to speak of what you see to anyone outside of my court. Because if you do, people will die. My people will die. I mean, he's being very serious about this. Um, So pretty much like, if I take you with me, you better not tell the fucking Supreme Court a damn word. What do you think she, after that speech, because you, like, that's like a very... Uh, intense, like, warning here. What would you have been expecting? Because I definitely don't think I'd be Yeah, I have no myself. idea. I, I would have been very... Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Wary. But then she thinks about it. She's like, stay here. Stay locked in the spring court. Like, she just doesn't. So she's finally like, take me with you. I won't tell anyone. Even them. LOL that she's referring to them, like, the spring court as them. Like, thank God. Yeah, she's exactly. Got one of them now. Yeah. And he goes, "We leave in ten minutes. If you want to freshen up, go ahead." <laughs> LOL. I can't imagine. <laughs> um, after being in a tornado of darkness, like I bet you probably stink. Yeah. And yeah. Then sleeping for like. So days. anyway, <laughs> Reese's smile widened into a grin to Valaris, the city of starlight. Oh, I just oh. love that. Yes, oh. I love that yes. so much. I just want to say, though, this makes me so happy. Like, just so happy. Like, we're finally fucking getting somewhere. Um, so anyway, she goes there. Uh, she goes to, you know, take a quick bath in that hot tub of dreams. Uh, and I love, I love Reese right here. By the time I returned to the main atrium, Reese was leaning against a moonstone pillar, picking at his nails. He merely said, that was 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, Reese, you kill me. Also, though, I feel like that's impressive because if I had gone through that shit show and then I had that room with that freaking hot tub available to me, bitch, I'd be in there for like um, So we get a little glimpse into what winnowing actually looks like because she said wind and night and stars wheeled by as he winnowed us through the world and the calluses of his hands scratched against my own fading ones. Oh, I feel like she was getting a little bit dirty there, but then like had to had to check herself. Had to pull back. Had to pull back. Um, so then she's greeted before sunlight, not starlight greeted me squinting at the brightness. I found myself standing in what was unmistakably a foyer of someone's house. There's ornate red carpet. Um, there's warm wood paneled walls, artwork, um, wide, a wide Oak staircase. Like this place sounds like so fucking beautiful. Um, flanking mm-hmm. us were two rooms on my left, a sitting room. I have always wanted to just have a home and I'm like, I'm going to go to my sitting room. Like, <laughs> Oh, like, I love that. Um, there was, you know, a marble black marble fireplace, which I think is pretty, uh, comfortable, elegant, but worn furniture. Like people lived in this place. Um, the right was a dining room, long cherry wood table, enough for people, <clears throat> she did say it was small compared to the dining room at the manor. So, like, obviously, like, intimate family dinners. 
uh, that she will find about out soon. Um, and then there were a few more doors, etc. It was a, essentially a townhouse, which I think is adorable. Um, and so then she's like trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. And she finally realizes this house, this house was a home that had been lived in and enjoyed and cherished. And it was in a city, which <clears throat> obviously, you know, coming from her small town and then going to Printhian and living in the spring court, she hasn't been in a city really. And it sounds like the way the mortals were kind of repressed on print, the Island of Printhian, like to the lower not half even like lower fourth of the continent i don't think that the mortals had like yeah no. cities either also i really love that as like the freaking most powerful high lord he has a town thank you like i think of like a, a cute like like one of the townhouses Ooh, in, like, i was literally just thinking about home. like um uh, sherlock and like yes. sherlock's townhouse yeah yep. that's yes what I was but like this, like oh yeah, it just honestly this townhouse. I'd rather have this townhouse than like the palace above the um at the uh, night. Like actually, like, I at want the both court, the palace of one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say no. But anywho, that. okay, guys. So that finishes part one, and now we're at the house of wind. Oh, thank God! Woo! Living for house. it. Thank God. Literally, guys, you don't realize how like. Caitlin was literally like, oh my god, we're finally Well, we're I was just like, I'm ex- like, I saw them before. I'm actually excited to read these chapters, whereas in Thorn and Roses, it was just hard. It was hard. At some point. Because well, I was just what? like, oh. What? what? You know it's so coming, sad, because so like, Thorn and Roses is such a well-written book. But then, book. but then when you read Mist and Fury, you're like, what the fuck was that that I just wasted my time with? Exactly! And it's exactly how I felt. And, like, we were saying that, like, we didn't necessarily read everyone's chapters, but it was, like, this one we're actually rereading the book and actually really excited to do so. Yeah. But, guys, yeah. so many good things happened. Yeah in the house of wind and i'm so excited so excited for it so um we start off with my chapter with re saying welcome to my home and i honestly think this is one of the best openings we've had in so long because we get farah is like struggling with all this stuff but then all of a sudden we get like it's not like welcome to my house it's like welcome to my home like a home and a house to me are two different things oh yeah and i was just like yeah oh yeah it's a new beginning it's a new chapter um, so they're at, um, Reese's house, and then we have, of course, a slight introduction to Reese's inner circle and how they act to each other. Oh my god, <laughs> inner circle, yes! <laughs> this is one of the best character introductions ever. No, you and don't. You, don't you literally just, like, them. it's just, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, you just hear some banging on the door and it's like hurry up you lazy ass like that's literally like i love that like his inner circle is just so it's so much more family than like lucian is so proper and like yeah you know tam tam's in charge tam's number one lucian lucian would literally lose his other yeah. eye if he called tam a lazy ass <laughs> 
<laughs> like, like let's be it's so funny here. because they have so you have Cass and Az literally Cass mainly just banging on the door, being like, "Just let me the fuck in." <laughs> Why are you keeping me out? Because obviously locked doors aren't a thing in the inner circle. But while this is the insults you have going on, um, Reese does tell Farrah two things: one, that she is safe, and that no one can get in if she doesn't let them in. So no one else can get into the house. No, she's not gonna have to worry about any of that. Two, she doesn't have to meet anyone if she doesn't want to. Which um, also Reese nicely adds that he's going to beat him to a pulp for speaking to his high lord in that way. And again, you get such a stark contrast. Yes, Blake. Sorry, I was just gonna say. I just realized. More and him are the only ones to winnow in, and then he's like, only those I wish and you wish may enter. Permission. So he's literally already giving her permission and control over who comes into his house. And I swear to God, it's because yeah, he, exactly. he already views it as their home. Like, how did... I feel like when I first read this, I well, didn't it's, really it's because like, how big He wants to is. also make her feel safe to make it seem like, okay, you're not going to be able to let Tamlin in if you don't want him to come here. Which I think is a really big thing. But again, we still have this again, this nice back and forth of him yelling at the people. I love And that. the stark contracts between Tamlin and Reese because Lucian wouldn't be banging on the door to get in and insulting them and being like, okay, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> and the um, Farrah also notices that there was a light in, an ho- in his eyes, which was so at odds with the icy rage that he had earlier when he, she made the decision never to go home. And she has this little back and forth in her head. I say, of course, it was never really home. And she realizes that the the spring court might not have been actually home. Thank God. Like, oh, you're finally realizing that the shit that you were put through with Tamlin was not anyone that was caring, wasn't loving. Like, the people that surrounded him didn't really care. Like, I mean, you have, of course, Alice and Lucian who cared. But everyone else was kind of, like, there to do his bidding. Yeah. I feel like this acknowledgement and her really like seeing the truth of the situation that she was in mm-hmm. is like the big first step for recovery. It really is like this is the first time she's actually. Well, she's, a, she's no oh, longer right, in denial. That and that was like that was her yeah. like first mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. And it's like it's a big yeah. character change yeah. because she's going to go from feeling like a victim to all of a sudden being like, OK, I have I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going to figure my life out now yeah and she has that opportunity with reese because reese is gonna let her um so uh, she is (laughs) and then we have again they're having this conversation while Cass is literally pounding on the door yelling through it and then we have amarillan wow what was it amarin 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 joined the group um at the i think wait hang on is it amarin or amarin I think it's Amarin. Guys, we've had to look up some some of these things because y'all get a little mad when we (laughs) pronounce things. And it's not our fault, I swear. (laughs) We try so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, our tiny angry queen is here. You Illyrians are worse than cats yowling at the back door and She's and all of a sudden then she's pissed because she's like, wait, why am I locked out? <laughs> exactly. What did she think 
they were doing. Like, did she you stand there just, just pounding on the door, there? even though there's like a door handle? Like, well, and she literally refers to them. She's like, "Send your dogs out into the yard to play." <laughs> I know. Like that kills me. Oh, so Farah decides that she likes not. She's not ready to meet oh, everyone, so she shit. goes upstairs. And she realizes, like, which she is knows- so sad. I think that's so yeah. sad. Like, I wanted her to meet them and like interact with some normal humans. She will. Honestly, though, I was gonna say honestly, I don't blame her though, because like she still keeps talking about how like the 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 weariness is like the yeah. exhaustion's right there with her still, and like this would be pretty overwhelming to figure. Like, one, you just decided not to go back to the yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Two, now you're in like a fucking city. I can under. I'm sad because I definitely would have been like, no, <laughs> show me the, the wing. I don't know. I think I but, think I would just be like, I don't know about but you guys, like, but like if you get back from like a long trip or something and you're just exhausted, you just like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to be around anyone. Yeah. I just kind of need to be by myself for a few hours. And it, yeah. Yeah. It's like when you get back from the airport, you literally like, I don't know about you guys. I, I like leave my shit at the door, walk into the shower yeah. and then literally just fall and into the, bed. Exactly. No matter what so, time it um, is. she goes upstairs and she's like, one, she could have kissed both of the twins because uh, Sirwin, I can never pronounce this, Sirwindwin? Oh man, I looked this up. No, it's a you K. Did. It's like Caridwin. Caridwin? Yeah. And no, yeah. Nuala. Yeah. Or um, show up, which she's like, I could have kissed yeah. them for some um, some normalcy. And then she's like, I might have kissed Reese too for waiting to open the front door until I was halfway down the blue hallway because it's like, he knows that she's not ready to do this, not ready to understand. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take into that account and we're going to, I'll just give her time. And then he opens the door and she hears, welcome home, bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's like, yeah, this is like, this is his people. Like that's, and it's, Oh, it's just so nice. So he lets her <laughs> and uh, we get Amarin saying, send your dogs out into the yard to play. You and I have managed to discuss. And then, of course, As says, as do I. And then Cass goes, we were here first. Wait your turn, tiny ancient one. <laughs> I love that. I just, I, I, like, I just like that. Did you can the- think of like a little tiny like old woman who literally could probably rip you to shreds in like five seconds. But Cass still refers to her as like tiny ancient one. And like you have Nuala and Sir, uh, Corindwind. Like they flinched either from holding in laughter or some vestige of, yeah. uh, vestige of fear or perhaps both. Definitely both. <laughs> yeah, definitely both. As a definitely feminine both. star to the house. <laughs> albeit a bit half-hearted. I was like... Oh my gosh. So then she's still in the hallway, but then she hears, why is everyone here so early? I thought we were meeting tonight at the house. Below, Raisan grumbled, grumbled. Trust me, there's no, there's no party, only a massacre if Cassian doesn't shut his mouth. We're hungry, the first male Cassian complained. Feed us. Someone told me that there'd be breakfast. Pathetic. The strange female boy quip, you idiots are pathetic. We know that's true, but is there food? <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. This whole exchange is so adorable. And then you've got, I just, 
I can imagine Faber listening in, and I know she's not quite like appreciating it as much because she's like it's tired put and a depressed. Smile but, like, on her this face. has to be showing yeah. her, like, oh, right, and she, like, and like it humanizes Reese because she still kind of is no, she's not. To be honest, like, she's not exactly nice to him. Makes it and seem this, like he's like a good this person. Definitely, I think like. Yeah, it, it yeah. shows her the other side of him, not the mask that he puts on. So it's even, it's oh, even yeah. cuter so when you think about it that way. The, um, to the bedroom. And uh, this just description of the bedroom, mainly the oh. bed really though, like kind of kills me. It's faced a walled winter kiss garden in the back of the townhouse. The large windows peering over the sleeping stone fountain in its center drained for the season. Mm. Everything in the bedroom itself was of rich wood and soft white with, t- with touches of subtle sage. It felt strangely enough, almost human. And the bed, massive plush, adorned in quilts and duvets of cream and ivory to keep out the oh. winter chill that looked the most welcoming of all. Like, she comes from the spring court where she doesn't really have, like, I think the description of her bedroom there was just kind of bland and it, plain. It was it was very overwhelming to her. It yes. wasn't her style and it wasn't comforting. Yeah. Yes. It was but all rich like, golds and shit. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. It's like, we're, yeah. And this is like, oh. I have one. I have one question. See, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, can someone design my place for me? You know it's Amron. (laughs) Okay. All right, that's true. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right. How fucking funny would, can you imagine Amron? Oh, oh, yes. She could take my credit card and go into West Elm for me. I would be perfectly just with my life. One of them would walk up and she would literally <laughs> like a wrong sauce and just be like, walk away. <laughs> yeah. 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 She'd snarl so at even him. Though, you know, uh, even though Farrah's like super tired and she's like in this weird state, she asked, um, who was that? And they said they're uh, Ryson's inner, inner circle. I wasn't aware that High Lords kept things so casual. I admit it. They don't, but Ryson does. Like, that's just like, that goes to show that he is like the type of person he is. Like he literally doesn't care how they talk to him. Like they treat him with respect, but they also treat him as a friend. Like, yeah. They also don't refer to him as High Lord. They use his name. Mo- all the other sort, like she I did always say Alice the High Lord. Ever said Tamlin? Mm-hmm. She said High Lord. Yeah, that's because it's I'm your high lord, bow, bitch. Oh my god. Oh fuck me, that's so damn. That is. Am I okay? You're not wrong. I was gonna say, am I wrong? Like, let's be honest. You have to bother sometimes. You gotta know him. And like, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is going somewhere Moss weird. I can really, tell by your face. really missed an opportunity when, like, you know, she finally, you know, has sex with Reese. But like, oh man, if we could get a dick comparison, that would be super oh great. My God, that'd be like, you know, he's a high oh, lord. Right. He's gotta, he's gotta be packing. But I bet it's tiny compared to Reese. Well, didn't they say? Doesn't she like she does compare Tamlin and Reese, but not, not their, their dick size. You really no, no, missed no, no, an no, opportunity no, no. here. What? No, but she compares their like sex. Well, yeah, I think. She... Yeah, like the level of, but yeah, like no, I feel like we were just missing like that too. Something. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that would that would have been a great, you know, if just throw in a sassy remark. <laughs> that that would have been really I'm just good. Saying. 
That's, it, it that was, I honestly, I agree with you on that. Thank you. So as Farrah is getting ready to go to a nap, which honestly is going to be a glorious nap because the clothes that they got to were like cashmere. I was just, oh, I was like, all right, oh, I really man. need a nap now to myself. Um, Farrah asked, how has the city lasted so untouched for so long? And Nuala says it's not for them to ta- tell. Like Farrah's like, wait, Reese told you not to tell? They're like, no. No, 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 it's not that. He would never ask that sort of thing. They just don't want to get the story wrong. Yeah. Like, they respect him so much. They're like, it's it's his story to tell. He has all the information. Like, it's not for us to say. And so they go to shut the windows. And Ferris says, like, no, don't shut the windows. Like, she can't handle being in the dark right now. And she gets into bed. And she we kind of end this chapter with her saying, maybe Amarantha won. And I was just like, oh. Come on. Mm, but yeah. and then she was some strange new part of me wondered if my never returning might be a fitting punishment for him for what he has done to me. Good revenge. And it's just revenge. like fuck you. Like let's soak yes. up all yeah. of the revenge. That, yeah. That's a literally that's such a quick flip where she's like, oh maybe I'm But you know what I like though? So, I like though so that like you know. This is Moss like talking about mental health without directly saying it. Yeah, because like you can feel better one minute and then the next minute you're down oh, to yeah. the damn count. So like I, as much as it mm-hmm. oh it frustrates me because I know that Reese is the best for her. Um, it really does. It, it's a very good depiction of like mental health and like yeah. you know I think she does a really good job with that. It is. Well, I was going to say that leads right into my chapter because it's kind of what I was like. She wakes up from a glorious hour nap. Those are my types of fucking naps, man. I mean, it sounds vain. Oh, dude. And when I have a all the time. You ever do that? Like, you wake up and you're like, shit, I'm late for work. And it's like Sunday. Yes, I do that all the time. I sadly have been working every day. Well, then, shit, it's Christmas Day. But, like, yeah there we go (laughs) so i think this is another thing that people don't really like her being tired like when you are depressed or you're in a slump or you maybe you're not quite at the level of depression but you're just having a bad time like sleepiness and being exhausted physically and mentally like that's a very big Mm -hmm. indicator that your mental health is not where it needs to be and i think this like nap is kind of like you said madison this is a very good way that moss just kind of depicts mental health and, and you don't necessarily pick up on it unless you've like kind of either been through it or you know someone who's been through it um and i just i think it's it's honestly in a sad but beautiful way yeah. i really enjoy how she can portray things like that so um she wakes up from a nap and then she ends up meeting with reese and um i like that she's like mercifully resands inner circle left before i'd finished dressing because she still was probably like man that was a lot which to be fair when you when you're introduced to like a click it is hard when there are like especially like imagine meeting the inner circle you would want to be like accepted and loved right away because they're all fucking amazing so it would be like overwhelming so that's fair so oh my like gosh this is what this outfit first I, fucking dude seriously like not only is their interior decorating superior but they're fucking clothes not only the ones that she wore in the palace like with like the the night clothes and little belly shirt and shit like that that one that sounds amazing but okay 
because she walks down to meet him, and Reese Ann's like looking her up and down. She's got suede navy shoes, knee length sky blue overcoat, a braid on one side of her head that like curves around the back. So it's like a, a crown braid, is what I took it as. She's got like thicker, warmer, like brown pants, a pretty cream sweater that was so soft she could. This is so and like knit it like matching gloves that match the shoes. And they were. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Like, I literally. I would murder someone someone for for some Nuwala to do my hair every day. Seriously. Oh my gosh. I would love that. Oh, yes. I never, I can't do my own hair. So, like, that would be ridiculous. So, I like this because Resand, after like looking at her, is like, those two certainly like to fuss. And Bayer even notices like something was strained, like, as like something about the way he said it was strained. And I was like, yes, bitch. No, man, he's hard. He's trying not to just. That out. <laughs> no, no, the man is horny. He's getting a yes. chubby. I mean, he's hard thing. Yes, he's 100% horny. <laughs> I mean, fair. I'm just. Also, can you imagine, though, besides just being horny, though, like how like sweet it probably was for him to see her in his people's like clothes clothes. about to introduce her to his city? Oh, okay. So I'm going to do like you get we get a very deep like description of Valaris. And like, first off, we all if you've read this book, you already know this city is literally heaven on earth or on Corinthian, I guess heaven on Corinthian. I don't know. So it's like she walks out. There's a there's a tiny little fenced in front yard to the townhouse. Super cute little wrought iron fence. This is so the Sherlock feels. Cobblestone. Yes. And she notices. Oh, it's so beautiful. And like she, there's high fay everywhere. And this. Oh my god, this is one of my favorite uh. scents. The salt and lemon verbena breeze that even winter couldn't chase away. That is literally one of the best scents in the world. I, it is. There's no debate. And I like this is like she notices people are walking by and like they're out where people can see them. And like people, she's like either they didn't know or didn't care that like their own high lord was like, you know, right there. That's his house. And so like each each little townhome has like a copper roof, little chimneys with some smoke going out. It's a perfect winter scene. Perfect. And then she hears children shrieking with laughter. Now we know children are a huge deal. And she's hearing, like, multiple happy children everywhere. I mean, and I like this. She's literally so overwhelmed. She's, like, staggering to the gate, like, fumbling with the lock because she's like, I need to see more of this. Like, what is going on? And so, like, the street is, like, sloped down because basically the city and the dwelling areas are, like, built into this slope. And then, like, the hill curves down and there's a winding river and it's like sparkling and go here sapphire, so and then it goes into the sea. I'm like, this sounds, it's, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And so like there's ships in the, in the bay and she, all she thinks is no monsters, no darkness, no fin- hint of fear or despair. And then that's when it clicks with her. She's like, wait a second, this city's been untouched. How the hell did Amarantha not get here? And like, she gets angry. She gets real angry. And I, okay, so I understand the initial reaction she has. I actually understand it because it would be kind of like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, one, the mortals are living in freaking like poverty, but two, the rest of Corinthian was like under the fucking, I don't even want to say her name, the bitch's control. And I get yeah. that, but I do get annoyed at how long it takes her to like overcome that. 
So as she's like going through processing that anger, which again, I'm betting her shields aren't up. So Reese already like feels this just FYI, but she spots the mountains because they're like on the other side. And all that makes me think is this city is in the perfect, like natural defensive position. Like it's got the bay that they can hold the bay. And then they're back to the back is the mountains. And those mountains sound fucking like crazy. Like, I don't even know. Rocky Mountains, Alps, like, some pretty decent-sized mountains. And so, Reese is like, oh, yeah, you see people flying up there. That's my other, like, that's my official house, the House of Wind. Um, And he's, like, just casually, he's like, oh, we'll be dining there. And she, I like this, where she just kind of is, like, ignores that, like, because he sounds irritated and resigned. She ignores that, and she just turns to him, and she just says, how? And he knows right away what she's meaning. She wants to know how the city was left untouched. And so then she's like, he's like, look. And she, of course, is like, did you ever think to, like, extend that to other people? And his reasoning makes sense. She should have, after this, I honestly, she should have let it go. He's like, look, other cities are known to the world. This city's been secret. Like, she didn't touch it because she didn't know it existed. None of her beasts did. No one in the other courts knows of its existence Mm -hmm. either. First off, this should show her how much he trusts her. Like, this is huge. And then I like that. This sounds interesting because she's like, how? Like, how the fuck do you hide a city? And he says, spells and wards and my ruthless, ruthless ancestors who were willing to do anything to preserve a piece of goodness in our wretched world. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, because when he says anything, don't they kind of like when they die, like they, they basically like their life force like helps it? Because he, he says something about one of them like sacrifice themselves for the bear like something to the barrier like i don't remember him saying that but like i wouldn't be surprised i I wouldn't either i think i i don't know if he outright says it but i feel like when they pass on yes i just don't remember anyone specifically like there yeah i don't oh we'll get to it remember like like doing blood on the i don't remember either way yeah so and she's still like you could have, like, opened this place to refugees. And then I like this. Because Reese kind of gets fiery with her. Which I appreciate that he doesn't just baby her and let her kind of run roughshod over him. He challenges her. And he's like, look. When Amarantha came, I had to make some fucking, like, hard choices and make them quickly. And now let's go through those. Like, in the time that she attacked. And remember, he was already under the mountain, like, when she attacked. He had to break the other minds around him for any secrets that they might have known. To keep, like, his city, his court, his people safe. He broke that. He broke their minds. He sent mental messages to the inner circle. Thousands of miles away, presumably. He protected his own thoughts and, like, hid away any yeah. knowledge that he had of his inner circle, of anyone that she would go after, of Valaris itself. And then he had to deal with the fact that, like, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm stuck here and probably going to be tortured. Like, he did all of that. Like, basically instantaneously. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. He did, like, way better than anybody else could have. So, like, calm down. Um, and I, this, this is, once again, you see the dichotomy, but she doesn't, we don't, re- like, she doesn't realize it yet. You don't quite is. Basically, Fair is like, okay, we're going to explain this. Like, you're going to explain this. Like, we're going to talk about this. And Reese just is like, look, it's not the time for this conversation. And Fair, of course, just automatically is like, yeah, fine, whatever. Because she instantly is thinking back to all the times Tamlin was like, we'll talk about this later or not now. And she basically assumes that Reese is just like blowing her off, like not going to answer. And I'm just like, oh, honey, no. He treats you as an equal. You just don't know it yet. Like, trust me, you will have these talks. And 
so they're still walking around as they're yeah this is like their 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 longest conversation i feel like yeah and i appreciate this because they're like about to go down into the city itself not just like the uh i guess like the residential area is what i would call it um and she goes okay so what is there that was worth saving at the cost of everything else and I like, oh, this is so hot. So she faces him, and his blue eyes were ruthless as the churning winter sees in the different distance. Everything. Whoo, honey, that's real hot. That's I don't know why, but that because that's it's really like, sexy it's the way he city. says it. Like, like, the fact that he's ruthless so when he says much it. about these people. But, like where you have Tam when he's yes. like doing the right and all that garbage, but he cares so mm-hmm. much about his people that he was like there was exactly and to reese it's like it's a yeah it was him, a burden he loves his people so much that he would do anything to do it and this like this just shows it and it's like if you're so passionate about that what yep. else are you passionate about <laughs> oh yeah actually that's yep that's a very good explanation so this is like a random little segue i just wanted to note because it doesn't bother me, but I just find it funny. Everybody automatically, everybody always thinks that Reese's eyes are like actually straight up violet, like Elizabeth Taylor style. But I think people forget they're not. They're just such a deep blue that they appear violet at times, which is still very hot. Let's be honest here. Like that's, I would take that. Just to point that pretty. out there. But I just, I like, just wanted to say to that because I, I don't know why it's just. I did. I don't know why. Like, you know how certain, like, little details, like, like you're a stickler for? I don't know why, but that's one of mine. I really don't know. I can't explain it. But I just, also, I yeah. thought it was interesting, because more often than not, like, Moss does refer to them as, like, violet. But they're technically blue. It's just, like, in A Court of Thorn and Roses, when she first meets him, she literally, like, she's, like, with eyes, like, a fathomless blue to such degree that they are, like, violet. Which, also, have any of you ever met someone with eyes, like, with somebody, like, with eyes that color because if so i need a picture <laughs> like besides elizabeth taylor i suppose but that doesn't count i don't, I don't think, think so. anybody like is met elizabeth taylor in this group but but i don't think i have like i've seen like all various shades of blue but i don't think i've ever seen someone in person like actually with that eye color i know i i'm rare, telling you I what would, i'm a slut for the multicolored eyes to have that eye color Ooh. that'd be dope yeah oh yeah yeah that's that's it yeah although she has a thing she always has like the, the men always have beautiful eyes oh like, man like, green that sound beautiful uh, okay so either way so i've already talked about how beautiful the city is like look wise but then we get more because after he says everything favors like resand wasn't exaggerating which i think is real cute because that means she really is like looking at the city in like all its glory you know what i mean like she's actually appreciating it um so oh, basically like Boris, the tea shop. tea shops madison imagine going to this tea shop right and also i think it's cute as she notices like there's high and fairies like coexisting peacefully and everything like that which is not something she really yeah. saw in the of spring course. court in the spring court it's very much like the high fae look down on the fairies so i think that was cool and, like, we learned there's four main market squares. They call them palaces, which I think is really cool. I like it. Um, there's two on either side of the river. They go into the first market, and it's the Palace of Thread and Jewels. And this sounds fucking amazing. I would I would go bankrupt in this, in this like, bazaar is what I think of it. Because it's almost, like, outdoor, sort of. 
Um, and of course she's still, she's, she even says she's like, nothing really stirred inside me, which part of me is like, I feel like she would have appreciated it some if she was at like normal Pharaoh level, but I don't think like dresses and jewels right. really did too much for her to begin with. Like she was not very materialistic. You know what I mean? But either way, like, I just like that we, we learned that Reese is in like going into shops and looking around cause he's buying like a present for a friend. He said, and of course, we know he's shopping. For I Cameron feel because that she's basically a dragon and like such a deep treasure, level. which I find hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that on such a deep there, level. Yeah, I mean, I'm the bitch with the bitch. wedding ring stack. Like, I just feel like I feel it on True. such a level. True. <laughs> and I appreciate that, like Reese doesn't push her because, like, she waits outside every time he doesn't push her, and she's like walking around today was enough. And I appreciate that because it's, she's acknowledging that it's a baby step. And it's a, that's amazing to me because, like, kind of going back to Moss kind of has a way of describing mental illness and recovery. And it's recovery is not like an on and off switch. It's like Madison said earlier. Like, you, you can go from being great to not great. And really, recovery is all about, like, you do a little bit better each right. day. And if you do backtrack one day or do a little worse, you just keep going. Literally, recovery is all about keep going. Like, that's it. And that's what, this is a really good step for Feyre, where she's like, look, I'm walking around, I'm appreciating it, I don't, I don't want to push it with trying to, like, talk to people. Which also fair, because she probably still at this point, yeah. people probably looked at her and were like, oh god, you're going through it. Like, she probably looked a little rough, still. <laughs> Even in that amazing outfit. So, I say I would go bankrupt in the first palace, but then they enter one of the two, like, food-oriented, like, palaces, and I would definitely go bankrupt I, and oh, also gain, like, 50 pounds heaven. When they When they go the to that, that first restaurant, just, oh. oh, my right? God. I just, oh, oh I can yes. eat all the food of Alaris. Yes. Yes. So, I really appreciate, like, like I said, Reese is giving her, like, space um he is uh he stays a few steps behind her he offers her information every now and then and like um no one avoids him or like whispers about him or anything like he knows everyone's name they come up to him he says hi how's how's so and so doing you know like he's he's very much like a man of the people like he genuinely cares like Caitlin was saying like he genuinely cares and also he knows like He's probably so excited to be showing her this country, like, or his, this city. Like, let's be honest. He is teeming with excitement, but he keeps it reined in and he lets her kind of do it, like, explore. You know what I mean? He's letting her lead the way. He's behind her. And, I, again, he always knows, like, he knows how to help her without her even realizing. Like, I don't think she really picks up on it that much yet. Um, and he gets a little quiet because they're coming up on a spot that I think he realized eventually she would love, but he knew at this point it would be hard for her. And that is the Rainbow of Valaris, which sounds amazing. It's literally an art district. We learned that there's theaters. There's um, not only there's like smaller theaters, there's oh, amphitheaters beautiful. on the sea cliffs. Can you imagine going to see a play on like a, a sea cliff, like in the city of Valaris? Like, oh my gosh. Um, and that's when she notices, like, there's all kinds of different, uh, fairies. She's like, oh my gosh, there's some, like, I haven't seen. Um, there's Haifei everywhere. And, I mean, she's looking and looking, and then she realizes they're covered in clay and dust and paint. Um, and, like, artists. I'd never called myself an artist. Never thought far or that grandly. And I'm like, oh, girl, your paintings were beautiful. Like, you're an artist. Also, you don't have to be good at art to be an artist. Like, if you call yourself an artist and you do some art, artsy things, you're an artist. 
Um, and I just think it's sad. And then, like, she kind of just says, I'm tired. And again, like, we see it where, like, this is, this is classic, like, I'm tired. That's just, and he, he kind of looks at her and she doesn't even have her shield up, but, um, he's like, okay, we, we can come back another day again. He doesn't push her. He's like, it's almost time for dinner anyways. And she's like, I didn't feel like painting that even like, uh, with respect to the sunset, she notices a beautiful sunset. Everybody's like rushing to paint it. I can only imagine how pretty it is. And this is where her anger comes back, where she's like, I wanted to scream at them, wanted to pick up a loose piece of cobblestone and shatter the nearest window, wanted to unleash that power again, boiling beneath my skin and tell them, show them what had been done to me, to the rest of the world, while they admired sunsets and painted and drank tea on the river. Like, she's holding a lot of resentment at these people who literally did nothing to her. Like, this is not nice. And Reese, uh, Reese is like, he sees her thought, because again, her barriers are down, she doesn't even care. And basically, he's like, easy there, tiger. Like, they are blameless. Like, stop. Interesting. Like, it's almost kind of crazy. Her rage, like, instantly vanishes. Hmm. Right? Like, it just vanishes. And she's like, yes. Yes, of course. They were blameless. And then she kind of says it again. I'm tired. And he's nodding. And he turns away from the the rainbow. And he's like, tomorrow night, we'll go for a walk. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the city of Star. That's all I want to do is see Valeris at at, night. Oh, I mean, right? Oh, man, I would, okay. So I'm laughing at the fact that he starts describing the inner circle's, like, dynamics. Um, and I love the fact that he starts explaining it. And I find it funny because we, we know that, like, Cass, well, mainly Cass, because I didn't hear really as, like, making too much grumbling at the door. He was probably telling Cass to shut up. Um, but I find it funny that she's surprised because of how Tamlin treated her at the fact that Amron is his second and Moore is his third. Good for him. He has two women as his second and third in command. That's pretty fucking dope. Right? Well, feminist, I love it. Um, and, like, it's funny because when he first tells her Amron is his second, like, her surprise is on his face, and on her face, and Reese goes, yeah, and Moore's my third. And, like, kind of pointing into it, like, yeah, man, <laughs> just saying. Um, so <laughs> she's like, you'll see what I mean when I meet Amran, or when you meet Amran. She looks Which I, I'll, I'm still curious about what that's, like, considered. Her skin. I think she, I, I like the theory that she's one of the uh, gods from the Throne of Glass. You know, I can, that, I can, like, I can do that. I can get behind that. Yeah. I think that'd be dope. Um, I just, I love the like amount of fear and respect that like goes towards Amran, where <laughs> she might be older than this city, but she's vain. She likes to hoard her babbles and belongings like a fire drake in a cave, which LOL, yeah. first off, that's hilarious, but also it's even funnier because you know Reese wouldn't say that to her face. <laughs> like, I just can't see that happening. And so she, like, Thayer's like, I don't really want to know who she is. But she's like, oh, so if we get into a brawl and I rip off her necklace, she'll <laughs> eat me. And then I, like, he laughs and he's like, no, she'd do worse things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And then I love this little part. For what it's worth, I'm the most powerful high lord in Printhian's history. And merely interrupting Airman is something I've only done once in the past century. 
first off, we learned that he's easily over 100 years old, which I think she already, like, knew because she knew he was older than Tamlin. But still, it's just, like, a casual reference to the past. Like, oh, in the past century, like, that would throw me to have, like, you know what I mean? Like, somebody around me, like, oh, yeah, in the past century, I'd be like, oh, shit, right, you're really old. Um, but she hones in on the most powerful High Lord in history. Now, Reese has alluded to this before, but I think this is the first time where they were really kind of, like, um like realizes what he's saying you know what i mean like she puts credit in what he's saying and then i just she always whenever she describes reese even when she's not necessarily liking him that much yet his bedroom describes him with a tinge of sexual desire i'm just she always does yeah right where she's like they exist as reese reese with his smirking and sarcasm you want to be in that bedroom with him you just don't realize it yet and then she's like, and Amron was worse and older than 5,000 years. That's insane. But also, I fucking love Amron, so I'm so ready for it. Um, and this is, okay, trigger warning, guys, because this is like a pretty dark little part here. Um, she basically is like, I'm waiting for the fear to hit. The fact that, like, Amron's apparently crazy and scary and over 5,000 years. Waited for my body to shriek, uh, to shriek to find a way to get out of this dinner, but nothing maybe it'd be a mercy to be ended and that's when reese grabs her hand or her face one hand of one of his hands comes to her face and turns her to him and gently enough not to hurt but it's hard enough to make her look at him and reese don't you ever think that his eyes are livid he's hissing this at her not for one damned moment can you imagine the fear the anger and the like just yeah, that love is, that went through I him. Could, he would be so when she I just had that thought. Imagine being so pissed off about that. That's it, like Yeah. Yeah, and you know he's not necessarily pissed at her. Does he want to make sure she never thinks that or acts on that? Yes, but I think it's in that moment. I think he, I, I mean, he probably all, always does it some yeah. time, but he definitely wants to kill Amarantha and Tam all over, like Amarantha all over again. Like, that, and then, like, that bond between us went taut, and this is, this is, this is the connection. When she's looking at him, he said it so intensely, it, it kind of triggered her powers. The, and, and their bond, which, again, she still doesn't pick up on, which is fine. So, the bond went, uh, between us went taut, and my lingering mental shields collapsed. And then, because she never really mm-hmm. told him yet that she's flashed to his mind before, because she did it when she was dying under the mountain. And that was just because of the bond, Demati. not necessarily because of the uh, Damati, Damati powers. Um, Damati, okay. Um, and she flashes from my body to his, from my eyes to his own. And this she is sees where how, she, you, how she looks, and it's pants, just she it's sees so heartbreaking. He yeah. This is my face was gaunt, my cheekbones sharp, my blue-gray eyes dull and smudged with purple beneath. The full lips, my father's mouth, were wane, and my collarbones jutted above the thick wool neckline of my sweater. I looked as if, as if rage and grief and despair had eaten me alive, as if I was again starved, not for food, but, but for joy and life. And she, like, kind of comes back into her body. And she immediately was like, okay, he's playing mind He's tricks. like, he's like holy shit. Bad so she's like, is this a trick? And he, whoo, buddy. His voice was hoarse. He takes his hand away slowly, and he's like, no. And I like this. He angles his head to his side. Because 
she always describes him as feline too and this is a very cat-like thing to kind of like tilt the head like what the fuck and he's literally like how did you do that like how'd you get through my shield and she of course is like i didn't fucking do anything like what are you talking about i just like slipped and um she i like that she just storms away and my legs and this so damn thin, so useless. Once again, Moss is putting emphasis on it. it's good to have a strong body. Appreciate your body and what it can do for you, not necessarily what size. Like, she's literally just like, she's mad that she can't, her legs aren't strong enough like they used to be. And I appreciate that. And so he grips her elbow when she tries to storm away because he's like, I'm not letting this go. We need to discuss this. And he's like, uh, how, how, how often have you done that? And then she immediately thinks of Lucian because her shields aren't up, cause, probably because she's pretty flustered right now. Oh, poor Lucian. Where Reese is like, Lucian, what a miserable place to be. And I was like, oh, God. But it's true, though. Poor, like, people don't play him. That's why he deserves for his mate to accept him. And damn it. Oh, my God. Plug for the menage. Go on. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So. (laughs) It's necessary in every episode. So, I like that, like, Feyre gets mad at him, and he snaps back, where she's like, get out of my head, and he's like, then put your shields up, like, not my fault, just saying, not my fault. Um, and then, I like this, because it, it makes sense, where he's basically like, ah, okay, so you got this power from me, it would make sense if my shields don't necessarily realize that you yeah. are, like, not me, because it's the same, almost, like, signature, I guess, you know what I mean? So, well, she's able no. to, like, get into his Romantic. mind, and like, or it could just be easier because you're mates, too. Just saying. But either way. Right. Oh. And then I like this. Take your power back. I don't want it. I'm like, bitch, it literally is keeping, like, that's part of what gave you life. That's not how that works. And so, of course, he's like, well, eh, it would, oh, I don't we get it back if I kill you. Which, that's also a little grain, like, makes you think, oh, shit. So, like, if other High Lords knew that, like, they lost a bit of power that they knew they had to kill her to get it back, that is kind of worrisome, just saying. Um, which we learn more, because they try to hide it from, uh, what's-his-face, Baron douchefuck in the, uh, Autumn Court. Because they worry that he'll kill her. Demonte. Uh, so we or Demonte. Demonte. Like, yeah, I was just thinking power. Demonte. How do you say it, Madison? Demonte. Okay. So he basically tells her, like, we're Demonte, like, we can walk into another person's mind, we're rare, um, it kind of just appears in bloodlines, so it's not specific to a court, and he's basically like, look, if you encounter others without your shields up, like, they, they will destroy you, like, you don't want to do that, and that's kind of foreshadowing to the they're fucking demonic twins up. in a, a Court of Wing and Ruin, they're fucking psycho. So they're messed up. Um, they're, dude, they're, they're, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're like sadistic little shits. They got what they fucking had coming. Um, so she's basically, she attacks him again, which at this point I'm like, dude, stop being a bitch to him. Where she's like, so like, Highburn, if he attacks, he won't even know about this place. Must be nice. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> this part's really funny to me. So they're getting ready. They, they kind of go back to the townhouse. They get ready for dinner. And like the segue opens with absolutely not. And she's standing on the uh, townhouse's like small rooftop garden. And she's just like looking out and she's like, no, 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 no. Because Reese is like, hey, we got to fly up there. And we get a description of Valaris at night. And it sounds beautiful. The city twinkled, the stars themselves seeming to hang lower. 
pulsing with ruby and amethyst and pearl. Above the full moon set the marble of the buildings and bridges glowing as if they were all lit from within. Music played strings and gentle drums, and on the other side of the Sidra, golden lights bobbed over riverside walkways, dotted with cafes and shops, all open for the night, already passed. I just, I just, I want to go there so badly. I wonder if I could be in Moss like wrote this off of like a town that she's been in or something. I know a lot of people where they do like the fan videos. They they put a lot of emphasis on um, mother. Oh, um, Greece. Uh, uh, it's, does it start with, with all the white buildings? Where where a sisterhood of the traveling pants? Santorini. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, Santorini. I know a lot of people always look at San- towards Santorini as a little bit of an influence. But well, also, I think like, for the sake of the um, podcast, we need like, to go Italian visit buildings and like a lot. Yeah, of that's other what I was about to say. Too. Should we? Uh, should we do? We need to do some research. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> research. Yeah, field trip. Um, but really, though, like I, w- I could be in my absolute favorite place in the world right now, and I would leave there in a heartbeat. To go to Valaris instead. I'm just, I, it, it, um, but also I just think it's really funny, it, like that this opens with her, like it's kind of a funny exchange. But then we kind of get like she she notices the city where she's like life, so full of life. Um, and then she snapped back into reality where she like looks at Reese with his wings, and she's just like no. Which I can kind of, like, honestly, like, that would be, a, like, even in, like, flying with Reese, I would still have a little hesitation to be, like, you're going to hold me and fly up to the mountain. Like, that's pretty intense. And I just like that. Like, <laughs> you look, have to go up the steps. Like, you can't winnow inside, so it's either we fly or you can go up, like, 10,000 steps. Like, have fun. And he's like, I promise I won't drop you. And he gives her, like, a slow grin and, like, the moonlight's, like, glazing on the talons at the top of each wing. Like, are you kidding me right now? I would be jumping him on that rooftop garden. I'm just, oh my goodness. And so, and this is kind of like a little tidbit is we know Feyre is not like a big fan of dresses. Like she likes them, but like they're not necessarily her like uh, garment of choice. But she she chose a very pretty midnight blue dress. Um, it's again, long sleeves, heavy, luxurious fabric. There's a plunging V-neck line. And, like, she even was, like, it didn't really do much for the cold. But, like, she she was so worried that their, this dinner would be formal. Exactly, Like, yeah. Hamlin's court. And I'm, like, girl, you heard them at the door. What were you expecting? But, so it's kind of sad that that's why she chose this. But on the flip side, going back to Madison saying we need things from Reese's point Aww. of view. This is the first time Reese has seen her in one of his mother's, like, gowns that she made. Right? I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. Uh, and he manages, like, he just, he doesn't say anything. Like, he keeps yeah. it together. But I just, I can't help but wonder what is going through his mind. You know what I mean? Like, that's adorable. And so, I love this banter where he's like, I promise I won't drop you. And he gives her, like, a, a mocking grin, basically. And she's like, ooh, I would love that rip this gown off. And off. his grin became feline. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> He'd like that. Right? And then I like, she's like, I'll take the stairs. This bitch was just complaining that storming up a hill was hard and made her breathless because of how skinny she is, like, and like weak she is right now. I don't think she would have made it up the stairs, but I appreciate her, like, dedication to telling him to basically go fuck himself. Like, it is funny. 
And so this whole, my God, this whole scene is just like wrought with sexual tension. I love it. So like he snaps a wing out to block her path because she went to turn because she was apparently going to take the stairs. And she notices like it's smooth membrane. It's flecked with a hint of iridescence. I'm like, ooh. And then she's like, Noala spent an hour on my hair. And she's like, it's an exaggeration, but whatever. Um, and then he, his wing curved around her to herd her close to where she could nearly Same. feel the heat of his Same. powerful body. She literally always is thinking about how sexy he is. Always. I'm, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then he's like, I promise I won't let the wind destroy your hair. And like, oh. he even lifts a hand to like tuck one of the curls back. And like he has to like stop himself because he's that's like a crack in the armor. I'm just saying. And, and then I like this where she's trying to rational. She's like, look, if like, we're going to decide whether I want to work with you and like, you know, with the inner circle, why can't we just like meet here? And he's like, they're already up there. There's enough space up there where I'm not going to get angry, you know, chuck them off the mountain. <laughs> and sure enough, like she swallows cause she's still trying to figure it out. And like his wing is still kind of around her. And she's like, you mean this townhouse <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is too small and their personalities are too big and you're worried I might lose it again. And his wing, right? Yeah, like, yes. And so his wing pushes her closer, a whisper of warmth on my shoulder. So what if I am? And she goes, I'm not some broken doll. But regardless, I yielded another step. So, like, he's hurting her in. She's yielding a step closer to him with each time. This is like a back-and-forth tennis match. And he's like, I know you're not, but that doesn't mean, like, I'm going to throw you to the wolves. Once again, he always kind of he just inherently knows like what's best for her. I really appreciate it. And, but still gives her an option and doesn't, you know, have like an overlord complex. Uh, and then I like this. I didn't even know you had friends. And like, she even says like the anger, it felt good. It felt good to feel something like, I'm glad she's like feeling something, but it, it, it's sad to me that it's anger towards Reese of all people. And I like this. He gives her a cold smile and he's just like, you didn't ask. And, so by then he's close enough. He slides a hand around her waist and then both of his wings circle her and she immediately starts to freak out. Cause she's like, Oh, a cage. And he immediately sweeps his wings back. And then he tightens his arm and he's like, you say the word. We'll come back. Like no questions asked. Like he just, no, he treats, Oh, oh my God. He treats queen. her in such a respectful, great oh, way that it's just like his, such a his high lady. that I love it. Oh, that's his high lady. And so I just like that, like, she's, like, pleading where she's, like, please don't drop me. Please don't. And he just takes off. And I'm, like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And she yelps. She looks so down at the city. And she's just, like, and she's overwhelmed, kind of. Like, she's looking. And she's just, like, oh, my God. this the, I'm flying. This is a beautiful oh, city. Yum. And then, again, Reese's body was hard and warm against mine. A solid force of nature. Right? crafted and honed for this even the smell of him reminded me of the wind rain and salt and something citrusy i couldn't name dear god are you kidding me like oh and so he kind of like he goes into an updraft and kind of does like one of those maneuvers where like on a roller coaster where your stomach drops oh i'm sure he's so entertained by himself he does that and she's just like do not and he's having fun with it where he's laughing well, and he, this is another, like, they're having a real conversation here where he's like, he admits, like, he would sneak out of the house of wind and just jump out of the window and just fly around for hours, you know? And then she was like, oh, wow, that must have really thrilled your parents. Like, sounds kind of dangerous. And he's like, my father never knew because we know his father was kind of an asshole. And he's like, but my mother, 
She was a larian. Some nights when she caught me right as I leaped out the window, she'd scold me and then jump out herself to fly with me until dawn. Like, oh. Like, she, his mother really sounds, like, truly wonderful. Like, really, she sounds like a lovely lady. And, like, Feyre even says that. She's like, she sounds lovely. And he, he just goes, she was. And Feyre knows, like, she can tell from his tone that there's, like, some mm-hmm. pain there. And she knows not to push, which I appreciate because... Like, I half expected her to push just because she keeps being mean. <laughs> but thank God she didn't. So, um, they finally, they land. And she looks, and there's, like, a giant uh, dining table. And she, sa- she notices that each chair is fashioned to accommodate wings. So, my question is, and this is probably a dumb question. I'm guessing when you say a chair is fashioned for wings, no. it's I was thinking, I, think, I was thinking it was, like, a giant chair. There's not, like, slots for the wings because that would be weird. I Yeah, but... But then the wings would hit the back of it. I don't know. I thought it was low back because then the wings can just kind of. Is be there a the West Elm Fay edition? We can. I, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of different ways. I was just. I was just yes. How you... West Elm Fay edition. Oh my. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, I'm for it. I'm for it. Um. So Reese just kind of standing, standing there silently next to her, and this is a big exchange coming up where. Farrah kind of looks out and she's like, she thinks back, like she spent so much time like in the height of like trees to hunt, but it was different. Here she's looking down on the city and the vast expanse of the dark beyond the sea. And it's kind of like she has a revelation of how big the world truly is. Um, and I think it kind of hits her pretty hard. So Reese, of course, is like out with it. Like, what are you talking about? And he, she just kind of looks at him, and he's like, okay, fine. You give me one thing, I'll say one thing. And she still just kind of, like, shakes her head and turns back to the city. So he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going for it. And he's like, I'm thinking I spent 50 years locked under the mountain, and I'd sometimes let myself dream of this place, but I never expected to see it again. I'm thinking that I wish I had been the one who slaughtered her. I'm thinking that if war comes, it might be a long while yet before I, ha- I get to have a night like this. Whoa. Like, think of that pain. Think of everything. Like, he is not, he's basically, like, admitting, like, I, I really, like, this war is coming. I'm, I fear I'm never going to get oh, this yeah. night with my friends. You get some great like, oh, nights. You do get some really good nights uh, before the war. I'm just saying. And, and I appreciate that he just kind of looks at her, like, okay, come on. I just kind of, like, poured my heart out. And she's just like, do you think war will be here soon? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. No questions asked invitation. Like, I told you three things. You just have to tell me one. Like, I won't ask questions. And she kind of, like, she stares for a while. And then she finally opens up a little. Again, small step in recovery. And she even says, like, maybe it was some shred of courage or recklessness. Or I was so high above everything that no one save Reese in the wind could hear. So that, again, she doesn't mind if Reese hears her basically this deep confession that she's about to make. So that, again, I'm like, that should show you something. You're good with him hearing this. And here it comes. This is, this is big. I'm thinking that I must have been a fool in love to allow myself to be shown so little of the spring court. I'm thinking there's a great deal of that territory I was never allowed to see or hear about. And maybe I would no, have she lived literally in ignorance forever like some pet. Which we've talked about. She never got to see the spring court. She literally just saw the estate. Um, I'm thinking, and this is her words become choked. She kind of has to like, she, she pushes through, which I'm like, yes, bitch. This is Faye coming back. 
she pushes through no matter how hard it is. And she's like, I'm thinking that I was a lonely, hopeless person, which let's be honest, she really was. And I might've fallen in love with the first thing. Also, I love that she says thing that showed me a hint of kindness and safety. And I'm thinking maybe he knew that maybe not actively, but maybe he wanted to be that person for someone. And maybe that worked for who I was before. That's so powerful. That's so emotional. Yeah. What I am now. Like that, dude, that, that's insane. Like that, that, that gives me like goosebumps reading it. Cause it, it, there's so many things to like, there's so much to that. Like one, it shows that she's, she's, she's working through recovery Two, She's finally realizing what, what happened. Um, I just, it's, it's crazy to me. And he's like, that was five. Oh, two thoughts. As a cast. And and there's two grinning fools just standing there. I love that. Our little babies. Right. Little babies. Right. Okay. So y'all, that was great. Um, If you want to preface next week, we're only going to be doing two chapters because the one chapter of dinner is 30 pages. So <laughs> keep, keep in mind that next week will be 16 and 17. Um, okay. So what are we reading? Wow. Let me just tell you guys, I feel so bad for Blake and Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> My week of reading. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Madison. Oh. Yeah, we got a blow-by-blow blow for Madison's reading. <laughs> so, obviously, I'm still in this massive, like, shifter, Omegaverse, like, reading phase right now. And so, I spent the, re- the week reading a new author, uh, Taylor Ryland. She does, she has two series, um, The Honey Creek Den and Timber Valley Wolf Pack. Shit, guys. Okay, so I start this series, and I'm, I don't, ugh! Authors sometimes frustrate me a little bit um, when they write such good characters and like the plot is there, but like when they get to like the high point of the plot, they don't go into enough detail. So anyway, I, I started this, but like, I'm so committed to the characters that I have to finish it. And it's like 12 books. I, I literally can't believe you it's did this. It's 12 books. I power read guys i power read because i was like i know there's a book in here that's gonna get good i know it i know it, i know it because writing your first book writing your first couple books like you're bound to make mistakes you're bound to do things and i'm like i know it's here y'all book 12 yes came back reaffirmed my belief in this author so i started her next series there's only one book in it and the next book comes out um, and it's a warlock series, so I'm like all about that. Um, but I fucking made it, and I was stoked. Her pretty much almost entire shifter <laughs> collection. Um, but guys, real talk. Okay, so I've been on a Kindle Unlimited like dirty romance kick for like a hot minute, like a long time. But Blake and I, I don't know if you all saw the Insta story yesterday, <laughs> but we bought a fuckload of books. You guys definitely got a good haul in. We did. We did. And so I'm now starting my first, you know, YA in a while. And it's An Affair yeah. of Poison by Addie Thoroughly. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. It looks pretty good. And I'll keep you guys posted on it. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're going to have to let me know because I have that one on my TBR card as well. Um, so let's see here. I am probably going to be finishing up Aurora Burning today, uh, work permitting. I swear to God, I want to finish it. It's very, very good. Uh, it's book two in the Aurora Cycle by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. Um, and I, okay, guys, I am a sucker for the multiple point of view books and like squad dynamics, you know, like Six of Crows. You know how much I love that. Mm-hmm. Cass Brecker. Anyways, so I, I love these books so far. They're super fun. They are kind of quick reads, but it's like, I don't know, like, wait, is it there? Didn't but, like, one of our Instagram readers say that it was, uh, oh, right. How is that? Yeah. Oh, I love it. There's a mate story. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's cute. It's cute. Um, so after I finish that, uh, guys, I'm really pushing sure for the dark artifices. So I think we should books, all not just counting the for books that. I got yesterday with Madison. Okay, your vote has been taken into account. Um, yeah, no, literally, I have no idea. Uh, so I'll I'll let you guys uh, but it know. Should Maybe be I'll the post dark it artifice. in the story this <laughs> later tonight or tomorrow whenever I decide. Uh. Oh my god! Like I'm literally even just now, like looking at and my don't you cards see the like, dark the artifice on my he's on there? kitchen counter right now? I'm like getting like a little sweaty because I'm a little overwhelmed by how many I have. Oh my god, no, that's on the other Three. That's so on the you need to finish it so it can be on the bookshelf because it's done. I want to be with all my other Shadowhunter books and like their cute little. Oh, Madison, wait, wait. Madison has a comment. I have a comment. I have a comment. Oh my god. Uh, so Caitlin, I filled out Caitlin's What Are You Reading This Week? Because <laughs> last night at midnight, uh, we got a text and it pretty much said uh, she went on a date and the rest of it was Here I Come, Chapter yeah. 55. <laughs> so I think we all know what she's been doing in reading. Just. Putting that out. I'm putting that uh, out there. I it was a very good date, but things didn't happen what I wanted to happen, and that was my reaction. I mean, it's a, it's always there for us. Oh, it's always chapter 55 is just always there. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'm not reading right now because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as you admit it. I mean, I get off work. I don't work as much as Blake does, but I get off work like six o'clock, seven, and I go to the gym and then I come home and I do nothing and I sit and I'm like, I don't want to do anything. That happens. You go through spells. Yes. I, I very much do go through spells. I just like, my work is a lot less stressful than these two. And like, I spend my days reading cause I don't work till like night. So <laughs> this is why I can read 12 books in like five days. But I just don't think I would have a commitment to. Oh that. man, I had to finish it. I had to finish it, and I'm so glad I did because it got better. Like I told you guys, it would. Um. So anyway, okay. On that note, again, subscribe, review, A C O T A R podcast. Um. Seriously, we're on. We're on. TikTok. We're all over the social media world. Um. And, you know, message us, chat with us. I do have a very special fan shout out. Um, Shamber underscore WA. Shamber Swindler. Uh, she reached out uh, looking for information on Shadowhunters and some book oh, recommendations. Oh, my God. It was great. I was Girl, I love talking to you this week. Um, 
Honestly, we, we talked about the Shadow Hunters, like the reorder, because uh, frankly, it's a hot button topic. There are so many ways to enter the Shadow Hunter world. Um, <laughs> you think I gave uh, her a so different I order than I gave you? These messages to like make sure I was like oh, my order was making sense. I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'm on the right track. Oh, uh, true. <laughs> um, considering it took you like four anyway days when first gave she you really liked like the reading yes. the book list that i sent her oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. side yeah, note one of those God. books was never enough by kelly elliott oh guys you gotta read it um it's a cute little southern romance with a city girl and a delicious bull rider um Ooh. Oh, yeah it's better because there's dirty sex <laughs> so it's a home okay um I don't okay. like to read Hallmark books because you know I gotta have a oh, hot sex. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's HBO yes. Hallmark. That's what I need. Anyway, um, like pay per view. And uh, we're now uh, friends on Goodreads. Yeah. Obviously, there you go. add me if you want to see what I'm reading, and you can go look at those twelve I just finished. I do. I I rate all the books I read, and I will say, like, I gave them fair ratings. Like, I mean, I wasn't gonna <laughs> but only read the twelfth. I wasn't gonna lie on that. Um, but Escape Writing Services, guys, if you're looking for where I rate all my books, it's unreal. Um, but yeah, no, follow us, reach out, chat with us. Uh, we're always online. Always. Yeah. One of us, yes. Literally all of us exactly. online at one point. Multiple. It, or like there's Sometimes multiple we're just gonna, of us and I don't. you get bombarded with three different responses. Uh, we try to sign off with our names, but sometimes. And if you want to reach out to a specific one of us, like uh, just well, say like, hey. Well, you can just assume that it's most likely us, Caitlin you know, if there's like, no well, name. Well, I think the one uh the one for the you you making the recommendations i think blake literally texted in the group being like yeah madison there's a request for you <laughs> go handle it and I, I swear guys normal romance on the side too it's not okay. all like kinky erotic <laughs> like dark romance <laughs> i just happened to talk about it because like i don't think there's enough chatting about that I just think that there just needs to be, you know, more information and, you know, more books written about kinky things because, frankly, I'm running out. <laughs> Let's be real. Also, then I think more people would be, like, more open with sex. Like, you know? like not- Yes, I think sex should just be an open topic. But then again, I'm an open book as a person. So, well, I mean, not that y'all didn't already know that. But... <laughs> I was going to say, we do, t- do we do pride on ourselves on a not really uh... – highlight like not sugarcoating no no show that we are no not the slightest caitlin says that she eats mac and cheese hungover. (laughs) okay i'm hungover (laughs) i need my mac and cheese i think honestly a perfect sunday is hungover eating mac and cheese watching gilmore girls i honestly support what yep i was gonna say caitlin is living the dream right now truly so no i'm not because i'm hungover Okay, well, besides that part, like, mac and cheese and Gilmore Girls, great. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, guys, um, hopefully you guys have a spectacular day, not hungover, you know, uh, eating mac and cheese, watching Gilmore Girls, doing whatever whatever makes you happy. Um, we're going to sign off now, and Madison and I are going to go on with our day. Caitlin's probably going to pass out. Y- yes, <laughs> I am. How did you know? So, as always, cheers to our high fae bays.
Bye.